Yo, what's up, gang? It's your girl Mia, and this is my podcast, Soul Wave. Welcome, welcome to another episode. Shout out to you if you're listening to this right now. I'm sending you some Reiki, Reiki, however you pronounce it. I say Reiki. I think it's pronounced Reiki, though. Uh, healing energy from a distance. I hope you're getting shit done. You're conquering the world today, or you know, you just made your bed. Hey, that counts for something. Over here, it does. I don't make my bed every morning. What I do is my comforter is tucked in 24-7, all nicely made and shit, but I have a big throw blanket that is big enough and warm enough to keep me all cozy at night that I use that instead. So when I wake up in the morning, I just fix my pillows and I hold that throw blanket at the end of the bed and bam, check that one accomplishment off my list. Already starting the day with the W, right? Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> but thank you, my loves, my soul surfers for spending the next couple minutes or so with me from the bottom of my soul reaching every universe there is i am so so grateful that you're tuning in right now if you haven't yet go stop by my instagrams come hang come check your girl out come hit me up i don't bite unless you want me to (laughs) it's at the soul wave podcast and at mia.crimaldi is my personal so this podcast this is the second part for the episode i did from last week two weeks ago geez it's been that long it's titled drowning so if you haven't listened to that i just recommend go checking that out because this little quick episode real quick is a continuation of that episode um and i'm just say this real quick as well this is your warning your trigger warning i will be talking about shame i will be talking about sex this podcast and intimacy so if that could potentially trigger you i don't recommend listening to this bad boy But let's finish this. Let's wrap this up because I've been putting this off because, as I said, healing isn't easy and I've been doing a lot of that, but I'm sick and tired of shame. I'm like done. I feel like I'm out of the trenches and I just feel like this podcast is the last bit that's holding me back because I also want to like, you know, get some more guests on here. I want to share some fun stories instead of having you guys listen and the next thing you know, you're like contemplating why everything in your life is messed up. Like my bad, probably throwing you into the fire, but you know. There's a a song out there. If you're going through hell, keep on going. Don't stop now. If you're scared, don't show it. You might get out before the devil even knows you're there. Right? Anyway, so shame and how to heal it. I'm going to share a couple stories from my past. Uh, Some I feel slightly embarrassed about, but I'm working through that shame and uh, working through that own judgment. Just so you guys can see in your life where, you know, these instances they may be similar they may resonate you may have shit that kind of popped off the same in your life where shame has started and then accumulated and you haven't touched it because nobody fucking sits down and like what today tuesday let me dive into my shame no it doesn't work like that but if you're like me and you want to manifest all your dreams and desires sometimes things hold you back like unworthiness and for me something i want to manifest is like love I have it within myself, but I want to accumulate more of it. You know, you can never have too much love. And I always felt so unworthy of love. And thinking now about shame, it like all makes sense. So when I was diving into learning all about it, the smart bitches where I got all my information from was like, okay, so to heal shame, you have to sit with yourself and go back to these moments in your life where you felt shame where you felt bad for something and they're all like that takes a lot of courage to dive into your inner shadow and shit and I'm like well baby put me in the olympics because I stayed diving head first into my pain obviously that isn't everybody but I guess I'm like a psychopath or whatever they call it because I'm comfortable in my pain I'm more comfortable in pain like in general 
um, knock on wood, I'm not trying to manifest any of that, but I mentioned on other episodes that I will legit sit in my past in a loop of traumatic experiences trying to sort this shit out like a detective. Is that right? Probably not. I don't know. Don't put me on a pedestal. That just works for me. I sit there and I pull as much knowledge and much wisdom as I can from it. Um, I waste, I won't say I waste, but I spend a lot of time there, like a lot of time. And then I beat myself up like, hey, Mia, you got a lot of other shit on your plate. Get the fuck out of your past and get in the, get in the present. But it's cool. We here. We doing it. So here I go, head first, and I started listing out where I felt and where shame could have started for me. And as I mentioned last episode, shame basically equals unworthiness. And for a long time doing this, I used to feel so unworthy of love. And it made sense because the first instance I could think of where I felt shame, where I felt that my whole being was bad when I was a wee little child pulling hose back on the block. <laughs> no, no cap though. As a kid, you know, it's normal. I have to say that, as I said, I'm slightly embarrassed, but whatever, y'all can judge me, I don't give a fuck no more. I remember crushing on a kid, and we used to kick it, and I can't remember how old I was, maybe like seven or eight, because I would be outside by myself, and I feel like that's a decent age to be outside by yourself. Like, anything younger, I don't know, I think my parents would be wildin', but (laughs) me and this kid would get it on. We would hide in the corner of his garage, we would kiss each other touch each other you know we were young and innocent and like most kids it was just us exploring and being curious well so this one time he was over my house and with his family and a few other families too and I remember we just couldn't keep our hands off each other so we took it to the bathroom hit ourselves in the shower behind the curtain and bam we get caught next thing I know we're being ridiculed embarrassed yelled at punished all the words you can think of in front of the whole party that was happening So like I mentioned in the previous episode, being that young, our logical thinking brain is not anywhere near developed. So that part of the brain can step in and be like, hey, Mia and Mia's crush, like, you know, that's normal. That's so normal for you to want to innocently explore each other. And your parents who are also new to this, this whole thing, don't really know how to proper, don't really know the proper way to handle it. So left you guys with feeling really embarrassed. No, none of that. My brain wasn't developed yet. Instead, I took it incredibly personally and... I would say that had to be the start when I felt unworthy of love because I felt like my being was wrong for being intimate in those moments when I was just acting on what my soul wanted to do. Which would basically, if you sit and think on it, love. Being intimate with someone is love energy. It's wanting to connect, to share souls, to be one again, right? Because my belief is we're all one. And to connect on that level, that's love, baby. That's love. After that, as I'm listing all my like traumatic experiences, I would say another experience is when I went to the Atlantis Bahamas with my family and on one of the slides I slid down, something happened with my dad and I can't really remember it correctly, but if he tells a story, he'll be like, Mia made me break my rib. So boom, there you go. More shame. I made my dad break his rib. I'm bad. I'm unworthy of love. He held that shit over me the whole trip. Like if accidents don't happen, can you imagine... I still had fun, but the fact that I'm 22, remembering the fact that he held that shit over my head, bruh, it's fucking bullshit, man. Like, that shit gets me so tight for my younger self. Like, I just want to go and give baby Mia a hug, like, and tell her, hey, baby girl, like, accidents happen. Like, it's not your fault because maybe my parents did tell me that, but I don't remember. And it kind of sounds like I'm painting them out to be terrible people, but not. It's not even like that at all. And if anybody comes at them, just know you better hide. That's my blood right there. 
talk all the shit you want about me, but you start spilling blood, know yours will make up the most of it spilled. Period. <laughs> I think man also too, like more than half the population doesn't know how to properly communicate. And they're also only seeing life through their lens. And sometimes it's hard to be that type of parent, especially if you're experiencing an extreme amount of hurt or pain or anger or heartbreak or whatever it may be. It's hard. I don't have kids, but I can only imagine. So like, I don't blame them. If anything, I understand. So after that, I was thinking, man, all the other times I felt shame was every meaningless hookup I ever had, which was like majority of the bodies I caught because back in my whole days, I didn't really know better. And I just threw myself at whatever because I needed the self-validation and reassurance and was sold on the glorification of hookup culture. Like, ugh, shit makes me want to throw up now. And I'm not shaming anybody by saying that if you go and you hook up with a bunch of people that like you don't love yourself or anything, but also check in. I don't know. And also, like, hold on. I'll get to it in a second. I clearly used to put guys on a pedestal, too, which, side note, shouldn't have. You shouldn't put anybody up there, but we all do. And because I looked at them like, oh, he was good looking and he had shit going for him. And then he hooked up with me. It was like a temporary ego boost. It made me feel wanted. It made me feel loved. It fed into that wounded part of me like, hey, Mia, you're good enough to get a guy to sleep with you. That means you're good enough. But, bruh. That shit is so bare minimum. Like, getting a guy to sleep with you, nowadays all I have to do is send a fucking tweet saying, I want to have sex, and my DMs are doubled what they are now. Like, are you kidding me? But eventually I was like, one day, I don't know, like, you just wake up. Like, truly, you just wake up, and you're like, I don't want this anymore. I want more. And that comes with then, like, finally figuring out your self-worth. And I know this, too, because spoken about consistently in the spiritual community is that you attract what you are and your vibration. So if I was only attracting these men who were half in, half out of relationships, basically non-committal because that's what they were, they would hit me like, oh, I don't want a relationship, but let's be friends. And because one night we would have sex, I'd make it a thing like, okay, clearly he likes me. Like we were intimate. And then I'd chase him around trying to get him to fucking commit. But no, that's not it. I was just wounded and I was vibing at that wounded level where that's what all I was attracting. And... <sighs> didn't really have an idea of my self-worth but knew that it was not where it should be so when I woke up I was like that's it I'm done having sex and engaging in the meaningless hookups like truth be told I really had to convince myself that's what I wanted to because this is what I was referring to before at the end of the day I would be hooking up with these men and as I like to say it I was doing charity work this is where a little bit of resentment comes in but uh, <laughs> I guess towards myself, not really towards them, but towards myself because it's just like, damn, yeah, really? It is what it is. But because I didn't feel safe, truly, my soul knew that. I didn't feel loved the way I wanted to. I couldn't completely surrender into sex and intimacy. I was rigid and I was insecure and I was in my head like, damn, can this motherfucker bust already? Like, it was so unfulfilling and I wasn't getting off. If anything, I was practicing my acting skills too because I was so worried about hurting their feelings and I didn't know how to speak up and tell them like, hey... Like, you didn't really do the job or like, hey, I don't really like that. So, i.e. charity work, i.e. low self-worth. And as a divine being, which we all are at our core as feminine, too, like, we need to feel safe. We need to feel protected and secure in the masculine to fully be present and have the most come from sexual intimate experiences. Like, girls, because I feel like men, y'all know what it feels like to have an orgasm, but females... I've talked to a lot of y'all, friends, clients, random people I meet at the bar, whoever, 
But the amount of times I hear from them or women in general that they do not get off or they never felt an orgasm or they don't touch themselves, like, again, I'm not trying to make anyone feel shame for that, but do you realize that's completely normal? If anything, you should be doing that. You should be figuring out what you like. You should be having an orgasm during sex. You should get to know your body. What turns you on? What doesn't? What feels good? What doesn't? Do you know when you have an orgasm, you're the most in your body, the most present you will ever be in the moment, the most present with the divine? It's the perfect time to manifest. Of course, that's an added plus, but like, dude, I don't know. And also, if you're not getting off during sex with people and you know you can, because like that was the thing for me, another thing. (laughs) I've only ever been in actually one relationship full-on relationship title committed so deep into it i was a senior in high school and i was absolutely in love with this man and because of the sexual experiences we had together and how i knew i could orgasm having sex it was such a huge red flag when i wasn't getting off and the moments with these other guys i would leave and you know that little dopamine high hit me for a day or two because when you have sex and you hook up with somebody those hormones release that's why you should never have sex with someone you're like recently started talking to off the bat because those hormones release and now you're like having all these high intensities emotions and feelings about them that really aren't logical and they could have so many red flags but you just had sex with them and now you're like oh my god this is the man for me like no bitch don't do it to yourself i mean that goes the same for men not just women but once that high came down i would sit there like yo i feel not only so low about myself but so bad so unworthy Truly, like, there's no other word than just shameful. Like, I can't believe I just gave this person my body knowing damn well that it was going to be just like the other connections where I would have to chase them for love and attention and they would only give me sex. Like, what type of transactional relationship is that? That's something I've been on a lot too recently. Transactional relationships. Basically, to put into simple terms, if I'm bringing XYZ to the table, what are you bringing and does that equal to what I'm bringing? Is it fulfilling me enough? It's wants and needs in a relationship. All different in different dynamics, of course. Friendships versus romantic partners versus family. But I've been big on that because as someone who is learning their boundaries, and as I say clearly, I give and I give and I give and I give and I leave fucking drained and emptied and not being poured back into. Nowadays, I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, transactional relationships. What can you give me? And in return, what can I give you? Because I'm done. I want to be poured back into It doesn't necessarily always have to be the exact same equal thing because, you know, some connections aren't more than what they are. And that's cool. I'm all right with that. But some people I will legit buy an ocean for. Are you kidding me? Don't play with me. My love runs deep, baby. And I just think it goes to show how wounded I've been. Father wounds, abandonment wounds, shame built up. For me to go engaging in intimacy with people that weren't there for me in the long run, Or for me, not even recognizing that like I wanted more and I was settling for the bare minimum. That was it. Settling for the bare minimum and not demanding more. No, that was it. Y'all heard me. I know y'all heard me. Settling for the bare minimum and not wanting more. (sighs) But I, I love my younger self. Mia, yo, like she didn't know better, but I'm glad she didn't know better because I would not be where I am today having this podcast telling you guys to be like, yo. (sighs) self-worth you don't learn until you learn you don't know until you know am i right all that shame surrounded by intimacy and men i've been healing for a hot minute a hot minute i decided to remove myself from the game for a while and solely focus on me 
truly embrace what it meant to be single, not entertain or be entertained by anybody, just be on my lonesome. And through that, man, I discovered purpose. I put all my focus on trying to build an empire from the ground up, and through that, healing came. When I shifted all focus and put all that love, I was so freely giving to other people back on myself, and I stopped chasing. I was a man, I took shit over for real, and I'm so happy I did, because like, you don't really know what loving yourself means until you love yourself, and it's a process. Self-worth, you don't just wake up one day and decide like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm worth the world, like... You can say that, but do you really mean that? Because then you're going back to the same motherfucker that's leaving you on red, but hits you up occasionally because, yeah, he looks good. Girl, I've been there. Boy, I've been there. I have. So it's one thing to go back and recognize those moments where shame could have occurred, but it's another to actually heal. And what does that look like? Well, today, I envisioned my younger self in that moment when I was being ridiculed with being intimate with my crush and I just talked to her and she would she told me she was like eight and I was like hey Mia I'm so so sorry you had to go through that and I'm so so sorry that our parents didn't know better at the time you know it was not your fault it was not your fault and I talked to her and it's called inner child healing and we're multi-dimensional beings so you can actually do this all it takes is a good imagination depending on how wounded your inner child is some may show up screaming crying kicking throwing a fit breaking dishes not literally because it's imagination but sometimes that's just how they need to show up and you have to hold that space to let them show up that way because they've been so wounded and all they want to do is cry all they want to do is throw a fit for me i've always been pretty understanding i feel like even as a kid definitely had my anger issues i mean i'm a fucking taurus bro now I just push that shit underneath, take it out in the gym. But when I was a kid, ooh, I'm seeing red, baby. But she was very understanding. She cried for a little bit. Um, but for me also, my love language, my first one is quality time. My second one is physical touch. So to help show her that I'm truly here for her and I'm serious about this work and I love her, I asked her, what can I do with you? To show you that like I care and that just to make up for you because you took on a lot as a kid that's a lot and ever since then a shame has just been building up every traumatic event it's been building up and accumulated and here we are now dealing with it making a fucking podcast episode on it but so I asked her I'm like hey what would you like to do and immediately she answered roller skating and it just took me back of how much I used to love roller skating as a little girl it was my favorite thing to do so I set a date with myself one night, I'm going to go roller skating. I'm going to bring my headphones. I'm going to play my favorite music all by myself. You know, I got no problem doing that shit. I love doing shit by myself, to be honest. I'm here with my little, my younger self, my little mini me, if you will. And we're just going to enjoy roller skating, enjoy being present in the moment and healing each other because that's what we do and that's important to me. So I know um, some people build Legos and I'm like, that's fucking genius. That is so genius. Because one, you're healing your inner child. And like these people don't even know it. Two, you're healing your divine feminine because the feminine energy is creative. It likes to create. That's why I tell my friends all the time, like, yo, play some Minecraft. I love Minecraft. My Xbox cord isn't working, so I haven't been able to hop on. And I have a laptop. I'm not about that PC life yet. But 
oh my god that shit is so much fun i love building uh play minecraft to heal your sacral chakra too and like that's the last thing so your feminine energy your inner child and your sacral chakra you're killing three birds with one stone your sacral chakra is about creativity too um it's genius so genius so healing also looks like though last thing last thing last thing is every time that memory is brought up or whenever it's brought up is actively telling yourself one it's not your fault and two rewriting that narrative that you have surrounding the event and what does that look like so i would say the last time i felt shame would be around when i tore my acl for the fourth time back in the summer i was beating myself up like oh my god mia and i spiraled and I was constantly talking doubts and fears into myself. And I spent months hating myself, asking myself, like, how could I let this happen again? But I was recently talking to my therapist. She's not really my therapist, but to save time, we'll call her my therapist, my shrink. And she was like, hey, instead of saying you were spiraling during those months in the summer, how about we change it to something else? Because that's really a harsh thing to say to yourself that was going through that back then. And that is rewriting the narrative so instead of saying like oh yeah i spiraled in the summer i was really really down and depressed i'm saying that you know what i had a built up of shame and i was releasing i was purging i had to spend those three months digging up all that shame that was just buried in me of like how bad i felt and it was necessary and man i don't fucking want to be there again but like i'm glad mia went through that i learned a lot and so that's rewriting the narrative now. So if someone asks me, I'll probably still say for like their own grasp, kind of, that yeah, like I spiraled, but also I will tell them at the same time. But that spiral was really me purging. It was really me releasing all this shame that was accumulating over the years that my body could not even handle anymore, that I legit tore my ACL. That's my my truth. That's my story. So, man what an episode that's it that's it for today i'm done i don't ever want to fucking talk about shame ever again i know i will but i want to talk about more fun things i have so many short stories 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 i want to share on this podcast i just been thinking about all of them and writing them down like how i got hypnotized and my past lives and where i'm from which is so fucking cool i can't wait to share that with you guys and my first spell I ever casted and how I have been working with deities like oh my god stay tuned because I'm also going to start bringing on guests and just recently I had a lot on my plate and not saying that the podcast is like last priority but I get here when I get here y'all hear me chat when you hear me chat you know what I mean jelly bean but I thank you guys for being so understanding and so supportive when I put these podcast episodes out and you still listen regardless if they're on a schedule or not you're fucking awesome And I love you from the very, very bottom of my soul across all universes. Don't forget to check out the Instagrams. Everything you want to see is in the description below. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friend. Tell your mama. Leave a review. Write a comment if you can. And go kick some fucking ass today wherever you're listening to this. I love you lots, my little soul surfers. And I'll catch you on the next wave. Bye.